BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, on this episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast, we're going to get into all things Asia. I'm talking Cambodia. I'm talking about our trip over on Korean air. I'm talking with my best buddy, Chris Kettner, my Tony Award winning producer. Really, truly. Who wears the pants on Broadway? He does. He's getting shit done. It's the first recap of the first leg of the farewell tour across Asia. We've got all of the good absolutely nots and absolutely yeses. This is going to be a fun one. So let's get right into it. Ladies and gentlemen, ferrets, dogs, cats, and rabbits galore, it's another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast coming to you live from Vietnam. I am so thrilled to be uh, really giving you the most updated, live streamed, in the moment podcast episodes ever. We are doing a Southeast Asia trip. I am here on this trip with my friend, tour producer extraordinaire. We've been friends for 12 years. He's been on the podcast before. I'm going to bring him on just a second. My buddy, my dear friend, Christopher Kettner. We are here. We are thriving and we're just doing the most. And if you're wondering, Heather, why the hell are you in Asia? Or if you're like that annoying bitch, Leslie, who sent me a message and she's like, why are you always on vacation? First of all, I'm not always on vacation. Your girl's always on tour working. We decided to take a little friendship trip because this year's going to be very busy for moi. So I decided I had a nice little chunk before shit got really crazy in February to, you know, really see some stuff and really see the world. And I feel like I've been richly blessed this last year. And in order for me to have a new perspective, a new point of view, a new cultural experience, I wanted to come to Asia. Never been here, traveled all over the world, but never had a real Asian immersion, if you will. Y'all, we have so many hilarious things to talk about. We've had such an incredible experience. So we are right now in Vietnam and left on the trip. We've got Chiang Mai, Thailand, Bangkok, Koh Samoy. And baby, then we're heading back on that Korean air. But in order to just really break down what's been going on on the trip, and we have all of our Asia absolutely nuts, please welcome to the studio or our hotel room, Christopher Kettner. How are we doing? Great. Let's paint the picture for everyone Let's right now. It. We are on the 18th floor, the beautiful Le Meridian That's right. Hotel here in... Saigon. Saigon. AKA Ho Chi Minh City. Yes. And we are doing the most here. Tonight, we are going to go on a Vespa scooter food tour of all the best street food spots. We already reek of fish sauce. So, like, let's just keep it going. 
Honestly, we both looked at each other today and we were like, you know what? I feel very like I'm losing weight because we're just eating such fresh right. food, but we've had enough. We're so bloated. We're so bloated. Yeah. Everything has sodium extraordinaire. Yeah. Fish sauce, soy sauce, aka deliciousness. And honestly, I've had enough hot chili peppers that my yeah. colon is loose. Yeah. But honestly, it's it's for the greater good. Spicy food increases your digestion. So we're definitely losing weight. Just a heads up, I kind of have the shakes right now. We yeah. we got to our hotel and we we're like, oh yeah, of course. And I've had Vietnamese coffee in Atlanta before. We needed to pick me up. We needed to pick me up, but I realized true Vietnamese coffee with the condensed milk and all the sugar and really the amount of caffeine that it has in it. I have the shakes right now and I think it's a little too much. Might be ready for a glass of wine, but cold brew Colin Chris over here, oh, yeah. he can I'm, take a nap. It's nap time. One Vietnamese coffee and I'm like, okay, that's a good start. Absolutely. Listen, yeah. you run on an epic amount of caffeine and I am here for it. I do. I've been trying to cut back though. You know that I am a two, three venti cold brew a day from Starbucks. I've cut back in the last couple of weeks to one, maybe two grandes. I'm so proud of you. I know. Yeah. Well, I did look at you at one point on tour and I said, hey, Chris. You're doing zoomies like a French bulldog yeah. on the fucking couch right now. When we when we roll into a theater, I'm speedballing. He's speedball. I finally said, "You're stressing me the fuck out. I have anxiety because yeah. you just did a hundred zoomies around the parking lot of this theater. It's time to take it down a notch." Totally, totally. Speaking of zoomies, y'all, we have been real. I mean, there's so many absolutely nots, but truly a lot of absolutely yeses. And hey, I just want to preface: I'm going to get back to all the voicemails. We've been collecting a bunch of voicemails. I need new, fresh, hot voicemails. So call into the absolutely not line. The number is on the podcast, little breakdown. I need you to call in, but I'm going to wait to get to the voicemails because I feel like there's so much that we have to uncover yeah. about absolutely nots and absolutely yeses while we're on this trip. And then when I get back to America in a week, it'll be regularly scheduled program. programming. Absolutely. So let's start off our trip. Yep, Chris, our break down where we started, how it went down. Okay. So first of all, Heather had two pop-up shows in LA, mm -hmm. right? That we did uh, at the Hollywood Improv. And then literally eight hours after your second show in LA, we got to LAX and we got on an A380 double-decker aircraft yeah. to Seoul, Korea, and then connected to Bangkok. But the flight experience was bar none. It was one of the most incredible flight experiences I have ever had. Let me break down the aesthetic for the Korean air. First yep. of all, the flight attendants were, in the words, je ne sais quoi, snatched. Yeah, we're they were so snatched. <laughs> These women- Head to toe. Head to toe. I mean, you know, they're Korean, so you already know they have like a 25-step uh, skincare regimen. Uh -huh. Not a zit on the plane from literally the people who are- Except for us. Ex oh, I full breakout. Full, because I was stressed about the fucking LA <laughs> yeah, shows. that's right. Side note, they went fantastic. Yeah, LA was great. Thank you to everybody who came out and supported and leaned over to, you know, a representative for NBC TV and was like, you need to hire Heather. Book your girl. It's working. So you get on the airplane. First of all, their aesthetic, their colors, it's like a beautiful tan. And or light blue. And like, like minty green yeah. kind of, right? Okay. Yeah. Google it, y'all. Yes. Perfectly, almost like ironed silk scarves that have a lot of structure to them. So it wasn't like a silk scarf tied around your neck that right. fell. Right. It almost looked like like a female bow tie. It would cut you. It, it was sharp. You. It yeah. was sharp, pointy. How would you describe us getting on the flight? Well, first, I mean, we did this whole takeover for the points guy. Right. And we did the whole process, the business class line, and then we go to the lounge. And Heather loves the Sky Club. Yeah. We have great expectations for a lounge. Mm -hmm. And so being in a business class lounge for a foreign airline that has great reviews, blah, blah, blah. 
We got there and we were fully disappointed by a lounge. There was vegetable porridge and that was the only thing to (laughs) eat. And I said, Chris, I'm not about this life. We got to keep rolling. So we didn't know what to expect actually getting on the airplane. And then we got on and it was like- Immaculate. It was bad bitch city. Yeah. Every single lady on there was snatched. Her face was beat. Now I have to say- And And they walk you, which is so cool. Okay. You know, on a domestic airline, Delta, United, American, the best. Delta forever. (laughs) They don't- They just don't have the same kind of service. Right. So you get on and they say, okay, your seat is 15J. To the right side of the airplane. They escort you on Korean. They escort you to your seat. Honestly, I thought at one point, if I wasn't 600 pounds larger, heavier than the flight attendant, I thought she would have picked me up, cradled me like a baby. Uh She would have been like, jump on, piggyback time. Let's go. (laughs) And then tuck me in. Yeah. Here's the thing. And I have a lot of Korean friends, especially after living in LA. And it's so interesting because they always like, you know, their skin is amazing. I mean, Perfect. It's just it, and half of it's probably because of the fabulous, like natural ingredients and vegetables that they're putting in That's their body. Because right. mm-hmm. we're just poison America. That's right. But when I say that these women had flawless, like a porcelain skin, and then everyone had the perfect, almost raspberry stain to their lips. And everyone just had a perfect highlight, like a James Charles highlight on yeah. the top of their cheeks. Y'all, Heather was obviously obsessed with these flight attendants. I wanted They a were Korean perfection, makeover. but for 12 hours on that first flight, you would not shut up about it. Obviously, you're still talking about it. No, but, I, was, I was So here's what we need. Dying. We need someone <laughs> to reach out to Korean Air Corporate yeah. and get Heather a full Korean Air flight attendant makeover. I mean, when I say that the highlight was to the gods, it would have blinded James Charles. That's how much highlight these women had. And 12 hours later on the plane, they were still perfection. Oh, and the hair? Let's talk about the fucking hair. Yeah. Honey, I have seen, it was like a perfect- High tight bun. High tight bun, but almost like a, almost a cornichon. No, that's a pickle. (laughs) Um, A, what am I trying to say? A, you know the French word for twist? Like a duchon? A rochon? What? No. A croissant? Is it a French hair word? I wouldn't know what that is. No, oh, chignon. 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 I said okay. it very Asian. <laughs> didn't mean to go chignon. Chignon. Yeah. It was like a perfect chignon on the nape of the neck. That hair, there wasn't a fly away on one of those babies. Yeah. Oh, the food was incredible. The food was so good. The wine. Six course meal. Mm-hmm. The first meal was six courses. They come out with drink service. By the way, champagne, they're serving Perrier Jouet. Unreal. With an amuse-bouche. Mm-hmm. And it was just out of this world. Out of this world. Then there's a salad course, and then there's an appetizer, and then there's an entree, then there's a cheese course, and then there's a sweet treat dessert. And it wasn't like they were just coming out and putting things that were, you know, already on a tray on your tray. It was like everything was fresh cut. Yeah. The cheese course, they came out with like three different cheeses. Yeah. I mean- Full blocks of cheeses and mm -hmm. then fresh cutting it off the wheel of cheese right in front of you. It was just a, honestly, an orgasm of experience. Heather, we wonder why we're so fat, but we just can talk for 40 hours about food on an airplane. Let me tell you, I had a seared fucking scallop. I know. Yeah, the seared scallop. What was it called? It was like the coulis. Yes. It's like a squash coulis. When do you get an amuse? Save me, Lord. When do you get an amuse bouche on a fucking flight? I know. I know. And the lay down beds were great. Here's the thing. If you're wanting to go on a long distance flight, honestly, business class is where it's at. You're yeah, going to get a lay down bed. Yeah. I don't need a fucking like condo. Like all these people who spend $15,000 for a fucking condo with a oh sky. Gosh. I mean, no. listen, if you yeah. can afford it on like Qatar, like live your go truth. Go for it. Yeah. But also like I'm good with the lay down bed. I think also the tip here is if you fly a lot domestically, like we do, mm-hmm. you have your airline that you love. Mm-hmm. When you travel internationally, the international airlines 
the European airlines, the right. Asian airlines, the Middle Eastern airlines, they are all far superior. So find like Korean Air is a Delta partner. So yes. we got all of our Delta miles. Yeah. Find if you're traveling abroad, find your domestic airlines partner and fly with them. Yeah. Like if you're going to Europe, Delta's partner is Air France. You know that you're going to get on Air France and it's going to be the best food, the right. best wine, the best service. And then you're going to get your Delta miles. And it's a far better experience. I told, remember I told the flight attendant, okay, you guys, there was a full cocktail bar at mm-hmm. the back of the plane that had couches and little hors d'oeuvres. And then they would make you a handcrafted cocktail, whatever you wanted. And I told the lady, I said, you know what? I really think international airline companies like Korean Air, they should go do a trade with American, with Delta and say, listen, we're going to train you. We're going to impart our knowledge. Like, why can't U.S. airlines get it together? Well, here's and the th- serve a better service, better well, product, all of that. Well, you know what it is. Okay, but hold up. I disagree a little bit because the thing is, in we were having this six course meal. We were in business class, all those things. Yeah. I do the LAX JFK on Delta One, and it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, right. I hear what you're saying. Really, it's because you get on these like cross country domestic flights, and if you're not in the front, you're literally getting like That's a right. cheese plate thrown at you. Yeah, <laughs> if that. It, you know what it is? It's a whole experience. We were on the flight for 13 hours, so we were there. We were locked and loaded, but it truly is an incredible experience. It was out of the So shout out to Korean Air. Yeah. Thank you, Korean Air. Thank you, Korean Air. We love you. So we land in Korea and we have like a two hour layover. Then we were flying into Bangkok. We spent one night in Bangkok and then we got on a flight to Cambodia. Yeah. Cambodia. Cambodia. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Jaw dropping. Jaw dropping. It's my second time. So I want to flash back and say, when we were on tour, I said, Heather, she was like, Chris, we just finished a lot of work. We have a lot of work coming up. Right. Let's go on a trip together. It's my birthday a couple of days ago. Let's go somewhere for your birthday. All of that. I feel like I really challenged you to say, step out of your comfort zone. You right. love going to Europe. You love going to Mexico, the Turks and Caicos, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I love Asia. I lived in Asia for a year. I lived in China. I was like, let's go to Asia. And right. you were like, heck yeah, let's do it. Thailand and blah, blah, blah. But Cambodia is truly one of my personal favorite places. I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Honestly and truly. And I know that they've had a lot of like, you know, dark historical times, but the people were so absolutely yes to the Cambodian people. Absolutely. Yes. Truly the most warm, loving, everyone had a smiling. Everyone is always smiling. And let me tell you, I think I feel very blessed that people fall and they're like, oh, you're one of the Turks. Let me try the Turks. I want, if you're listening to this podcast right now, and you've always felt that Asia is untouchable, it's not tangible, it's too far away. Y'all, it's Literally, it is so incredible. You have to just make the voyage. I turned to Chris. I said, I know the flight was long, but it was so wonderful. It's, I feel like once you just get over there, yeah. once you cross the Pacific, you're You got to like, pop what? the Asia cherry. You really do. You do. And then once you come here, you will always want to come back. I've said it before. One of the main things that I want to get right, right and tight before my wedding this year is honestly getting a better hold on my skincare game. I feel like I'm living in the dark ages over here because I haven't been really getting the top quality skincare that I need. Good thing I found this new company called Skin Say. That's right. It's S-K-I-N-S-E-I dot com. Skin Say is a brand new company. You're probably like, Heather, I haven't even heard of this. That's because it just hit the market. It's one of those companies where they literally say, 
you a full diagnostic of what you need for your life. It's not just about what you're putting on your skin. We need to talk about what you're eating. What are the elements? Where do you live? If you're living in Denver, you're not going to have the same skin system situation as somebody who's living in like humid Florida. That's why skin say literally skincare doesn't need to be that hard. They want to break it down for you. Here's the deal. All you have to do is go to skinsay.com, take a diagnostic test on your mobile device, and they will literally, you'll fill out a little questionnaire and they will send you exactly what you need to get your skin right. Try it out. Go online to skinsay, S-K-I-N-S-E-I.com backslash absolutely. Again, that's on your mobile device and take their skin diagnostic. Use promo code for discount on your first order. Again, my promo code is absolutely with a free diagnostic and get 20% off your first order with code absolutely. Absolutely to great skin in the new year. We are trying to get it right, get it tight. But let's start with our face because guess what? The body's good, but the face is better. That's right. Skinsay.com. Now back to the podcast. Hi, I'm Shanae Alexander, host of Press Send, a podcast and more importantly, a safe and hilarious place for candid conversations about the scary, funny, heartbreaking, but always intriguing questions that make us all human. Each week, me and a new best friend you haven't met yet field your questions across any and all topics and offer our take on the matter with plenty of humor, heart, and badassery along the way. We launch a new episode of Press Send every Wednesday. We'll see you there. Also, everything is cheap as Cheap. Oh, my gosh. I mean, last night, you guys, in Siem Reap, Cambodia, we had a, again, food, multi, mm. multi-courses. We had a, what was it, six, seven-course tasting menu. By two top female chefs. Yeah, female chefs, badass females running this restaurant. The entire staff was female. So awesome. And the tasting menu was 36 US dollars. And it was, I would- Some of the best high quality, yeah. I would literally put it up next to any James Beard or award-winning any restaurant Michelin in Any Michelin star restaurant Fuck in them. New York, in yeah. Europe. This place, it people need to know about it. So it, the name of the restaurant's called Embassy. And let me tell you though, absolutely- Yes and not to Chris and I. We're the only two bougie bitches. And okay, now backstory. You know, Chris and I worked in restaurants together and we worked in wine programs in New York City. So we learned from the best about like champagne and wine. That That's the only thing we're truly snobby about. So we're at this like beautiful $36 chef's tasting. Yeah. And then we found a bottle, our favorite champagne, Bia Cart on the menu. It was 128 bucks. So yeah. we're the only people who, who would go to Cambodia. We could have spent easily under $80. Easy. But then our tab was 300 <laughs> Because we got a $150 bottle of champagne. But I will say, yeah. both of us, we love Biacard Simon. We mm-hmm. think it's the best champagne. The sign of a great restaurant, when I open a wine menu and right. they even have Biacard Simon by the glass, right. I'm like, okay, this is one of the best restaurants. Yeah. Because I think really knowledgeable people who run a great restaurant, who have a great wine program, they know that Biacard is the best. A shout out real quick to Sarah Sutel. Sarah Sutel. Sarah song. Looper. She's Sarah married Looper. now. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sarah Looper. We love you. She was a badass queen bitch in New York. She was our wine, wine educator. But let's get into some absolutely nots because okay. everyone's sitting there. Okay. My first. They abs- want to know about it. They want to know about it. My first absolutely not of Asia is it is absolutely a clusterfuck and, and mind blowing. So, you know, those little like luggage carts that you can get at the airport. Oh God. Every single Asian just period across the board uses a cart. Now I'm talking, you could have one handkerchief, uh-huh. one crossbody bag. Yeah. You could have a fanny pack. That right. could be your only piece of luggage. Yeah. yeah. You need one of those carts because you cannot carry it. To bebop around the to airport. To bebop around. 
Of course, they do. Which then it turns into an absolutely not traffic jam of cars. Oh my gosh. Okay, so today arriving at the Saigon airport, it was a sea of people. Yes. For every one passenger who arrived, they had six family members (laughs) waiting for them at the arrivals. Honestly, you know when you see those scenes of like the documentaries of like Shawn Mendes and like Taylor Swift, those moments, and you know they're coming (laughs) through like the Tokyo airport and there's a paparazzi and everyone's like throwing flowers at them. Just a crowd, a wild crowd. I looked at Chris while we were, before we walked out because I was so overwhelmed with the amount of people that were waiting behind the barrier for their family members. I looked at Chris, I was like, oh my God, is this what Taylor Swift feels like? And these (laughs) are just fans. You were like, are we about to be Ariana Grande Yeah, I was like, in Vietnam? <laughs> and then once we walked out and everyone's yelling for their, like, you know, yeah, no one cared about us. No one fucking cared They were cared pushing about us. us out of the way to be like, we can't see over the giant Americans. Get out of the way. Nana's coming home. And then it made me feel like really triggered and absolutely not in my life where every time I've landed, I could be gone for six months. Anytime I've landed at the Atlanta airport, my mom yeah. never picks me up. She's like, no. get in a fucking Uber, meet me at Houston. I know. My family, when I fly home, they always say, oh, we'll come pick you up. But then they're 30, 40 minutes late. Oh, so I'm like, I could have I could have Ubered. I could have. So absolutely not to my friggin' family, Jeff, Ashley and Robin and Bronson and Delta. If y'all don't greet me at the airport when I come back to America with goodies, flowers, champagne, a warm cookie, please. a warm cookie and a and a marching band and a warm towel. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fucking burn down the house. In Asia, it's all about the cold towel. Oh, I love we a were cold towel. Okay. So we land in CM Reap. We stayed at this glorious hotel, which I'm sure you guys probably saw on Instagram. On Antara, shout out to them. They sent a car. So when you book a hotel room there, they automatically send you a car to pick you up at the hotel. We get in the car and they have cold lemongrass scented towels. (gasps) Wow. Wow. I want a lemongrass towel right now. Again, too, I think what's so wild is the top level of service, like everywhere. I was treated as if I was Ariana Grande. And the prices in Asia to stay at such insane hotels, it's one third of what it would cost to go to like the Caribbean. It's literally like, okay, you think about if you were going to save your money to go do something epic, right? go to LA for the first time, go to New York City. We live in New York. We know when people come to visit how expensive it is. Yeah, You could spend that same amount of money and go to Asia. So the price, like the price of going Grande. to New York City with a flight, with a hotel, with the Ubers, mm. whatever, with the food in New York, you could easily stay at a five-star resort anywhere in Asia for the same price. I've never been treated like this. We show up yeah. in Cambodia. They give us like a traditional foot bath. R- upon arrival. I'm talking, they're sprinkling me with lemongrass. <laughs> I got lilies and orchids floating in a warm basin. Yeah. My feet are scrubbed. Because let me tell you, my dogs are barking. Correct. Woof, woof. Correct. Absolutely. Yes to yeah. hus- Asian hospitality. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. Gosh. Okun. Okun. Okun means thank you in it's Cambodian. the only word in Cambodian we, we learned a lot of words, but we did not retain the knowledge. No. Just okun. Okun means thank you. You guys, we're going to do a pie kappa pasta, pasta trip. To we Asia. need to. Mm-hmm. To Cambodia, to Vietnam, to Thailand. People need to experience it. It's the new yeah. frontier. Yeah. You know, when you think about uh, maybe our parents' generation, previous generations, post-World War II, let's say, Mm -hmm. and people were backpacking through Europe, right? Right. Backpack through Europe, that's a thing. I feel like now 
that travel, like what is the new frontier of where people should go is absolutely Southeast Asia. Yeah. Right? I mean, we're the only ones, like all of my friends who are British or Australian, be like, yeah. oh, we've been coming here since we were kids. Yes, of course. Like you little baby back bitch. Right. Oh, you you think you discovered Cambodia? Oh, where did you go for, on your holiday vacations? Cancun? You <laughs> right. little bitch. Yeah, right, right, right. Here's the deal though. Getting back to these damn carts, like y'all, it, oh, is, the carts, yeah. it is so fucking funny to the point where you literally see it could be like an actual body an Asian yep. bodybuilder uh-huh. who has one fanny pack for luggage and he would somehow have to have one of these luggage dollies. Well we saw that woman in the Seoul airport. Yeah. She had nothing on her. Uh-huh. She went and bought one probably lipstick or one from bottle duty free. from duty free, one <laughs> bottle of perfume. And then she had to like go get a cart. And then she carried her tiny little shopping bag of a perfume bottle in a push cart. Right. And it's been so interesting because everywhere we've gone, you know, when you're getting into like your Ubers here, oh, side note, their version of Uber is called Grab. Grab. And mm-hmm. it's very safe and it's fantastic. Yeah, it's and it's, it works just like And Uber. all the cars are so nice. Yeah, so nice. But it's really funny because everyone tries to help you. Like, especially when you get to the airport, they're like, you need a cart. Like people who work at the airports fucking panic because they're like, how are you carrying your shit? Yeah, even your Grab driver is yeah. like, oh, I'll go get you a cart. And we're right. like, no, no, we'll just wheel good. our bags. They have wheels. Right. And it is so funny because Chris and I, you know, when we were doing the tour, we have a step and repeat and we have 16 suitcases and we just fucking hustle through yeah. the airport. Yeah. Honestly, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I feel like from now on, we need a cart. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But the cards in the US, those smart card things, yeah. they cost five bucks. Yeah. And you have to run your credit card. So in Asia, y'all, they're free. Right. You get a cart. You buy a bottle of perfume at Duty Free, get yourself a free cart. But this is such an absolute not in America. We just make everything way more tiring. Yeah. Way more complicated. Like, why don't we just get the fucking cart, Chris? Because I have some sort of weird American guilt. Like, I got to hustle. I'll carry my own suitcase. I got to carry my own shit. Yeah. I got to fucking be tired all the Heather, time. Heather, rise and relax and go to I the know. airport. I said it. <laughs> yeah, it's your thing. Can I trademark that? Rise and relax. Yeah, you should. You absolutely should. Okay, what's another absolutely not? Oh, okay. The one absolutely not about Korean air and really truly- like, Asia in general. Asia in general. No one here sweats. No. So Chris and I get on this flight and I, the first thing I do when I get on a flight, and they're usually warmer because they've been sitting there in the sun while you're at the gate. I open up the vent and I like to get that cool breeze of circulation. Some airflow. Some airflow. Yeah. We get up into the sky and I'm like, I start kind of panicking. I'm like, Chris, there's cold sweats. There's no airflow. None. We asked 16 times, can we get a little, do you have a fan? Like yeah. a light can fan? Can you turn down the air? And so then eventually I feel like we just started ordering cups of ice because we were <laughs> so warm on the flight. We one, ate all of the ice on that plane. At one point I was just taking chips of ice and rubbing them on my areolas. <laughs> You know, when you put it like in, in the South, at that's least. what I was saw in laws. Yeah. Yes. In the South, everyone knows this. When you get really hot outside, you take a piece of ice and then you put it on your pressure point. So you put it on your wrist and the inside of your inside arm, of your elbow, back yeah. of your knee. And I was just, I panicked. I just put a bunch of ice on my titties and was like, if, maybe if my, if I put it near my breast, my core temperature near my heart. Your will heart. Just yeah. The blood flow. Cool down. Yeah. Well, even our tour guide at the temples the other day in Siam Reap, because he knew we were American, obviously in the car, mm-hmm. they were running the AC. He put on his full medical mask because right. he was like, oh, I don't like the cold air in my face. He said, the air conditioning will make my nose run. Yeah, makes me sick. Meanwhile, Chris and I are in the back seat, literally going like this. <gasps> <gasps> Panting. <laughs> and he had on a jacket too. I mean, in the morning. So we went to the sunrise. I almost said the sunrise service. That's yeah. a Southern Baptist thing. Yeah. The sunrise at the temples of Angkor Wat. 
And it was 75, 76 degrees. Yeah. He had on a full parka. Oh, that's the other thing. Absolutely yes to the fact that everyone in Asia right now is acting yeah, like it's this winter. Is, it's January. It is. We are in a tundra. It's a high of 90 every day, at least. Some lady today was wearing a full parka. Full parka with on the back beanie. Of a, uh, and oh, I was like, damn, it's 92 degrees. Uh-huh. 92. Wintertime. Yeah, okay, right what now. What is it right now? Right now she's it is looking literally at her phone. 95 degrees. 95 degrees. People are walking around the streets in parkas and beanies. So that means in July, it's 1,000 degrees, and that's when they're like, it's a normal summer. And they have on like a cashmere sweater. <laughs> <laughs> a little tie around. We're LOLing this whole freaking trip. I will say this though. When we went to the temples in Cambodia, right. absolutely not. We had to, there's three things. You got to have your A game on. That's right. When you're hitting some of these major tour spots, the Chinese are feisty. Uh-huh. The Koreans yeah. have a lot of umbrellas. And they come in busloads. And they come it's in busloads. It's not bus like loads. one or two people are mm-hmm. traveling like you and I. They come in a full 56 passenger bus. Three of those buses mm-hmm. empty out in the temples and you are... It's just overrun. And then the German lesbians, uh-huh. they don't come to play. No. So if you're trying to keep They got on up, their Tevas mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're below the knee cargo shorts. Yep. With like 16 different pockets and each one- <laughs> Stuffed to the max. <laughs> each one has like hand sanitizer, uh-huh. a boomerang just in case you need it, <laughs> you know? Bandana for everyone. Yes. And then like their, I don't know, pet gerbil in one of them. Because I swear to God, at one point we were trying to queue up to go into one of the temples and Chris got straight up boxed out by two German lesbians who turned around. I was scared. Right. I am one with they my They were like, we have to get our picture. Move out of the way. So you just know you got to come with your A game. You do. You do. Okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. So we've traveled a lot together working Mm -hmm. on the road. Mm -hmm. This is really our first time to quote unquote vacation together. Yeah. What so far, what is this day four? And we have 12 to go. Mm -hmm. What have you learned about me? What have you learned about you? I already didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But I mean, okay. So when we're on the road on tour, we have our own hotel room, but here we are being thrifty and -hmm. traveling around Asia and sharing a room. My bowel movement schedule is always posted online. Kind of to the so point, everybody knows. Yeah, but kind of to the point where I'm like, I've said this before, but you really need to see a gastroenterologist. It's the coffee. I'm cutting back. Okay. I am. I am. But when you don't have the coffee, I know that what makes me go to the bathroom and keeps me regular is cold brew coffee. So then for the first two days here, there mm-hmm. wasn't cold brew. Even drinking just an espresso, like that espresso that we had at the hotel in Bangkok, that doesn't make me go. I need specifically strong cold brew coffee to make me go. Okay. Well, that's your own thing. <laughs> Thank you absolutely not to taking 15 fucking minutes to tell my listeners about your issues. I know. I know. I know. I'm Can sorry, I be honest? Y'all. No, it's getting to the point where I think we're going to lose branding deals because some brand is going to be like, "We can you not talk about diarrhea for five seconds? But you know what? what? And then everybody uses toilet paper. So oh, when Cottonelle hey, comes through. Can I throw this out there though? Absolutely not to the fact that we don't have a healthy bidet system in America. Oh. Absolutely yes to the fresh asses anywhere Sophisticated else. toilets. Sophisticated toilets. Yeah. But even in Europe. I mean, everywhere. Yeah, they have them, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just for an example. So we went to dinner at Embassy in Cambodia. We had this beautiful dinner and we were really jet lagged and we wanted to walk around the city afterwards. So Chris had two espressos and I had one at dessert. We get to this beautiful purse shop and I'm getting this amazing like little wicker. Handmade bag. Handmade bag. It's so cute. And then all of a sudden, Chris looks at me. He's got that cold Ghost beat of sweat. He asked the lady, he's like, I got to use your bathroom. So then he texts me from the bathroom and he's like, there's no toilet there's no paper. toilet paper. And, but, I was panicked. I was in a full panic. But because every bathroom has a 
hose. Yeah. He hosed it down. Like like the old school sink hose. Yeah. Like the sink hose that your grandma had with a little handle. Yeah. I mean, you came out, you had to drip dry for a sec. Yeah, we were walking down the street and I was like, is the booty wet in the bag? And honestly, I mean, you know, I go to Italy six times a year. Everybody there's got a clean ass. You don't got to worry about anything because it's probably hygienic and just- Just water it out. Just hose it out. Environmentally. Yeah. What if we all quit using toilet paper and just had a pressure wash? Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Can I be honest with you? You know, I was like on the forefront of the banning of the, the straws. The straws. To say the turtles. Am I just like a genius? And you're going to stop using toilet paper? And just... So when you go to a place that doesn't have a hose, you're going to walk around with a squirt gun? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> okay. You know how- We're going to be on tour and you're like, Chris, you got my water mm-hmm. gun? Okay. No, got I'm it. just going to get a sport top water bottle. Keep yeah, that in my shoot purse. Shoot it up there. Just squirt. Fresh as a daisy. <laughs> All I'm saying is I feel like that's out of control. I need to be at the forefront of environmentalism into the United States. So so what is it called? A butt hygiene water gun. Or just a, it's a like a butt Febreze. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. remember, okay, this is a perfect a example. pressure washer. <laughs> you know, when you were like played soccer as a kid and they had those water bottles that had the hose on or the fan on them that oh, yeah. also squirt you. So yeah. it just, yeah. that, it's like a mister. That's what we need. A personal yeah. mister, mm-hmm. a butt mister. Or the butt. It's going to need some pressure. Listen, though. we started using squatty potties because that's the way you're, you're intended to go. to go. We have not come across a squatty potty yet. Last night in the bathroom, did you notice at the nice restaurant, it had a picture. It said like, don't get up on top yeah. of the toilet. Yes. Yes. The first time that I flew to Asia in, God, 12 years ago on Air China, I went into the bathroom and I literally saw on the toilet seat shoe prints. Yeah. Yeah. People don't know because they squat. Honestly, some people have children that way. Makes a lot of sense. Why are we, I mean, I'm sure like a medical, an OBGYN is going to call me and go, hey, Heather, we've advanced Don't say that again. Yeah. <laughs> That's when people had a life expectancy of 28. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But for me, it just makes a lot of sense. So we've talked about poop for 20 yeah, minutes. Okay, so we're going to What else that do out. we have? <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, y'all, it has just been a laugh a minute. We have been thriving. We have been vibing. Jeff said my outfits have made me look like a lesbian Indiana Jones. Yeah. My lesbian friends have also confirmed that. They've called me That's and right. said, hey, loving the vibe. Have you Change your lifestyle since you got to Asia. You know, we haven't, we said that we were going to get a massage every day and we've only gotten one massage in the last three days. That's an absolutely not on our part. That is. We've got to step struggling. it up. Step it up. Well, you know what it is? We've also done a lot of like transition traveling. Yeah, we have. Maybe you should just start rubbing me down on the flights. <laughs> That's re- an absolutely not. That's an absolutely not. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, it's just been unbelievable. And I feel really, truly like, why didn't I do this sooner? You know, I That's, mean, yeah, listen, financially, I was definitely in a different position two right. years ago. And I feel very blessed that I'm working all the time now, which is fantastic. God is so good. But my sister's like back, back through Asia. She's like, yeah, why haven't you seen of this course. shit? Yeah. 12 years ago, 2008 was the first time that I came here. Now it's wildly different. I mean, even being in CM Reap again, it's my second trip. It has grown and changed so much. So more and more and more, I just, I want people to know that Asia is so attainable and so safe. Yeah. It is so incredibly safe. Yeah. So nice. Everything is wonderful. I mean, we were shocked last night. The streets of Sam Reap were so clean. Right. We were walking around being like, can you imagine if New York City were this clean? Can you imagine? And an absolutely not to the people who have been messaging me. You have like one sour Sally who had a bad time in like, you know, in Taiwan six years ago. Who's like, you know, a tuk-tuk ran over my foot. 
And I had diarrhea for Why a week. are you guys in Asia? Why are you guys there? It's like, shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, shut up. Can we live? Can we experience? Can we grow right. as humans? Yeah. And somebody also sent me a message and she was very upset that I wasn't bringing to light, I guess, the social injustices at some of these places. I said, listen, my whole job, I've said this as a comedian, my whole job as a comedian, you know, when people are like, why don't you talk about X? Because you should be more politically correct. I'm like, that's not my job. My job is to go, go places, observe things, Take that knowledge, bring it back, and then find in a humorous way common ground. How can we giggle about it? How can we giggle about it? How can we find common ground to all connect or learn from it? So I am going to find out how we can help these different countries and these different people. But while I'm literally in the country, it serves the people no justice for me to be like, I'm a martyr for this country. Well, I I think two things. One, the people that you meet, they have, of course, Vietnam, Cambodia. They have faced incredible, horrific- Recent, recent atrocities from their governments to to the wars, to to everything. And they still have a smile on their face. They're not sitting there being like, you should know about how horrible these things were. They just have a great smile, a great attitude. And then two, the way that we can help these countries, these economies, these people is to go there and spend money. Spend money in the hotels that are employing them. Spend money at the restaurants you know, get a local tour guide, all of those things. That is really how we can help them and shine a light on, because they don't want to look back at the past. They're looking towards the future of their culture, of their societies, of their everything. But this is everything. Even in comedy, literally, Chris, you know this, like there's certain like, conversations that I always want to touch on because I know I can like spin it in a very like humorous and relatable, and relatable way. But everybody wants to live in the past. We have to push forward. Yeah. We have to acknowledge what happened, but we have to push forward in order for us to fucking grow as a human society right. race. Right. 100%. Oh my God. But we had, I got a couple sour salads. Got food poisoning in Bangkok. Shit for three days. And I've said this. Never going there again. And I said, honestly, shredding for the wedding. Give me the parasite. Need it. Need it. Need it. Yeah. Honestly. Maybe you should have a couple more of those Vietnamese coffees. They're going to clear you out. Honestly, it You're was gonna have the shakes, but they're gonna clear you out. I, I thought I was having a heart attack for the first like thirty minutes that it hit me. Because <laughs> it's so sweet when it goes down, so you don't sweet. realize. And so fa- you can drink it so fast because they're so delicious. I mean, I think I, I downed it in like thirty seconds, uh-huh. and then you're like, "Oh shit!" Because they make it so sweet because the coffee is so, so strong. strong. Yeah, and then you look out below; it's rumbling and rolling. Or you're just like doing zoomies <laughs> around. We will be tonight. I talked about fixing the face. Now we're going to talk about getting that cute outfit to hit the gym this year. Whatever your New Year's resolution is, I am doing it with Fabletics. That's right. Fabletics.com, which is my stylish go-to athleisure brand. You just go on their website, plug in your email address, take a little style quiz, and literally within seconds, you're going to have all of the most fabulous athleisure wear outfits you could ever imagine. I'm talking matching bras, matching pants. We got that good jacket. I mean, and if you're like me and you want and truly do the least this year and maybe not hit the gym so hard because everyone's like truly hustling too hard, then just wear your comfy stretchy pants and honey, go to a Starbucks and kick your feet up and get a nice coffee and a croissant. You feel me? The good thing is with the VIP perks of signing up to do VIP, you get up to 50% off regular prices, free shipping and additional perks. All you do, take a quick 60 second style pop quiz for personalized outfit recommendations. Shop from thousands of styles curated just for you and check out as a guest or become a VIP for those extra perks. I'm telling you, truly, you want to step up your athleisure wear, then just go to fabletics.com backslash absolutely not. That's right, it's fabletics, F-A-B-L-E-T-I-C-S.com backslash absolutely not if you want to feel 
absolutely fabulous in your athleisure. Check them out. Take the style quiz. Quit going to the gym feeling like a Humpty Dumpty Frumpty baby. You can feel like you are literally training for the Olympics in the new fabletics.com. Again, backslash absolutely not. Now, back to the podcast. Okay, you guys, tonight, it's going to be interesting a week from now to do a full Asia recap. Right. Like thinking about, we still have, we actually have 11, however many more days to go Mm -hmm. on this trip. Tonight, the fact that we're doing a four-hour Vespa street food tour of the entire city. It's going to be insane. It's going to be insane. Also, real quick, and absolutely not to the people who have messaged me about the virus in China. Well aware. (laughs) There are plenty of Chinese people. There's a lot of people messaging both of us about it. Yeah. There are plenty of Chinese people who are on our flights because it's Chinese New Year. Everyone's celebrating. Y'all, I am doing my absolute best to stay well, to protect myself, but I'm also in the thick of Asia. Chill the fuck out. I know. Please understand that I will wash my hands. But also where we are right now to Wuhan, China is very far away. I said to you today at the airport when you were reading some of those messages, I was like, that's like somebody messaging saying, there's an outbreak in Vancouver and we're in Something in Vancouver and you're traveling to Italy or or wherever, (laughs) you know? And you're like, don't get it. Those people in Vancouver got got a thing, you know? I mean, knock on wood. We're not going to get a yeah, thing. Yeah, knock on wood. But also, everybody in New York has had the flu. Of course. So, it's half a dozen one or the other at right, this point. Right, right, right. The Lord's ready to take me. Yeah, if it's your time, it's your time. <laughs> I mean, my ovary. I'm going to be dying, you know, trying to, how many banh mi sandwiches can I get in my face? We've been eating like fucking kings. kings. Let's talk about the fucking breakfast bread. Absolutely, oh, breakfast yes. breakfast this morning. To a Asian breakfast. Yeah. Full stir fried noodles. Fried rice. Bok choy sauteed. Yeah, sauteed bok choy. Cucumber salad with the chili sauce, fish oil, and then a touch. That cucumber salad. It was like pickled cucumbers. It was so good. Refreshing. Best omelet I've ever had. Yeah. Hey, guess what, America? If you're eating eggs, I've said this, and this is why I love the eggs so much in Mexico, Italy, anywhere but America. If you're eating an egg and it's not orange, it's not an egg. It's not an egg. Why do we get it all wrong in America? Why? In terms of food. All of these documentaries that come out, mm-hmm. Food Inc., Forks and Knives, all of those things that are- Which will make you go crazy. Go crazy. The rest of the world doesn't face those things. Well, I said this this morning. I think I've been indoctrinated with such a diet culture that I was eating vegetable fried rice and I literally felt guilty for like 30 seconds. Right. And then I had this moment where I was like, this is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Everyone in Asia, for the most part, I mean, you know- Eats rice every day. Eats rice six times a day at every meal. So what we've discovered or, also- Or a rice or a noodle. And rice or a noodle. Thin. Yeah, they're all so thin. So the other night when we we went to the chef's table thing at our hotel, the guy was talking to us about different strands, strains, whatever you call it, of, of rice. rice. Yeah. And we just tasted this rice and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what rice should taste like. Right. I've never tasted rice like this. Such a weird thing. But I mean, all of the things that we get in America, it's like we have mass produced them mm-hmm. or injected it with hormones and all of this stuff that it doesn't taste the way it tastes, that it should taste. And then you taste it in a foreign country and you're like, oh my God, is that what a cherry tomato should taste like? Well, the fact that I had, while on vacation, while having this amazing cultural experience, I actually felt guilty about eating a fucking carb. And then I looked at Chris, I go, Chris, this is all just clicking for me. In Italy, all we do is eat pasta pasta. and I lose weight. In France, all you do is eat fucking croissants and you lose weight. And brie. And brie. Yeah. 
all they do in Asia is eat noodles and rice and delicious. Like, and everything is and stir fried pork. in a wok with oil. Yeah. And nobody here is having a fucking heart attack. Nope. Maybe because they're chain smoking and they're gambling their faces off. <laughs> but other than that, jokes on us. That's right. We got to fucking hustle hard. Yeah. We got to, you know, do the fucking most. I know. Hey, everybody, take a fucking chill pill. Yeah. Go do a little Tai Chi in the garden. Uh-huh. And have a sandwich. Hell yeah. Have a bowl of rice with some delicious vegetables and some Yum pork. Zone. And just live it. I know. I know. It's unbelievable. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. What have you felt that you have learned throwing the question back at you traveling with me? Well, again, I think it's been great. One of my favorite things with anybody taking people to places that I have been before yeah. and watching them experience it. And then I experience it in a new way. Right. So I know that you love to rise and relax your mm-hmm. vacations because you're so go, go, go all the time. You love to luxuriate, to luxuriate, <laughs> sit by the pool, yeah. you know, have a drink, have a cabana boy, all of those things. And I love a mixture of that. I love to go see the sites, kind of have an itinerary. Right. And so pushing you a little bit to, I mean, we woke up at, 3.30 in the morning to go watch the sunrise at six right. over these temples, you know? Yeah, I did it with like bells and whistles on. Yeah, you did. you did. We crashed at 2 p.m., absolutely. Right. But I mean, just to experience those things together, it's, it's so fun. I mean, I think I'm an easy traveler. Yeah, but I mean, going beyond right. the rise and relax, you know? Well, also, I mean, I want to see shit. Yeah. But okay, it's so funny. Some everybody kept suggesting that we go on this like temple run in Cambodia, which is literally where you just go and you're run like in a running the, club. Which and you, you can. They're all open. Yeah. They're not like blocked off with barricades and stuff. So you can just go all around them. I probably had at least 25 DMs of people saying, hey, go do a temple run. Hey guys, I don't know how to tell you this. Mama, don't we run. We don't run. We don't run. It's like what I said in Mexico, these fucking CrossFitters. I'm on a trip to see shit to eat, to drink, to sleep, and have a great time. Yeah. I don't need to run to a temple. I'm not Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. I know. I'm Heather McMahon, chubby actress, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And I'm going to get there in a Lexus. Yeah. Lover of a spring roll. Not lover. lover of a sunrise run. But lover of a sunrise tour with a nice guy named Reedy who drove me around Reedy in Alexis. He's the best. He's the best. Yeah. That's another thing. I think it's been really cool to like highlight a lot of these cool people that we've met, their businesses. I just want to bring awareness. Like my favorite thing, what I really genuinely get a high from is connecting and networking. Right. If I can connect somebody with somebody else who that they're going to have an opportunity. And I get, they thrive together. I fucking get jacked. Yeah. 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 I really get jacked. That's so cool. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's because I'm a Pisces, but I get super Entrepreneurial jacked. spirit. Yeah. Help people build your business, their I business. It. I love it. I know. But is it like a narcissistic, like a self-serving excitement? To help other people? Yes. Yeah. You are so selfish that you try to help <laughs> other people, Heather. No, but I mean, in the fact that I get a high off putting, like being the person to be like, put people together. Yeah. But then watching them grow. No, it's awesome. It's selfless. Oh, hell yeah. Heck yeah. Y'all Literally doing know. the Lord's work. Literally Truly doing the Lord's yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to get back to the absolutely non-hotline. I promise you I'm going to get back to that. It's just while I'm abroad, we'll get to our regular schedule program. I know you guys want to know updated. What's happening? Yeah. What's good? I am at some point, and I think a lot of people encourage us to just wait till we get to Bangkok. I want to get my power lesbian running for mayor suit, but I've been informed by many women who have come to Asia to get their suits made. They're like, just be prepared for them to savagely tell you how, how much, big you are. How big you are. Yeah. They'll be like, titties 
too big. Too big. Oh, so much cloth. So much cloth. Yeah. Which also reminds- Double the cost. Which also reminds me, swear to God, true story. My favorite nail shop in Atlanta. I hadn't been in there. Like I, you know, I, I was- away at college and I came back and I lost some weight and I walked in and the lady was like, you've lost so much weight. But to the point where she was like, I was like, it was five pounds. You know, she's like, no, no, no. And I swear to God, she said, before we were afraid you were going to break chair. I'm like, really? And then she tried to make a joke. No, I don't even think it was a joke. She just said, before you were Shamu, now you're finding Nemo. And my mom to this day is like, hey, Nemo, swear to God. And I was Savage. like, yeah. And I said, hey, Laura, I she don't know. She thought you were going to break the chair. Yeah. And I was like, it was maybe five to eight pounds. It wasn't a full 65, but I'm so Not glad. like we're, we're, we're in a bad place right now. How do we get to a good place? The Asian diet. We have to. It's like the Mediterranean diet. I know. It's clean living. Yep. Okay. We're going to get our life right. We are going to, and honestly, I mean, I'm not going to. Okay. Let's check in. Let's check in. One week from now, yeah. when another podcast is released, we will be in Thailand, right? Beachside, right by the beach, beach boy. Beachside. Let's do a weigh-in. Let's tell the people on the <laughs> podcast. Let's be like, okay, you guys. Yeah. So at that point, it will have been 10 days in Asia. Are we doing Biggest Loser Asia, Asia. edition? But we're not not eating. I know. Yeah, we're, we're going on a to food tour tonight. I know. <laughs> Where can we get a scale? Is there I think a there's one. at The hotels have scales. Yeah. We'll call Punch Zero and bring it up. Although okay. in kgs, it's mm-hmm. going to be kilograms. It's going to say you weigh like 31 kilograms oh, yeah. or whatever it is. You guys have no idea what kilograms are, but we're going to feel so skinny. It's going to be like you weigh 31 times five and a half. It's happened to me too many times where I've gone to the doctor and I've gone on the scale and then they've said, oh, wow, you carry your weight well. Like people get real. I swear to God, I had the flu one time in college and I got on the scale. Christina was with me and I was so weak that I literally had to like be held up on the scale. And the, the doctor goes, wow. Oh, he like took a step back. He was like, you really carry your weight well. I was like, go fuck yourself. I know I'm dense. So when I tell people my weight, they're always like, no fucking way. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. I am pure. Like the, my core is thick. Yeah. Yeah. So you we're do carry do- it well. I do. You do. It's because I have thin ankles. When you see me like- You're statuesque. Yeah, I'm very statuesque. But the back is thick. Yeah. Back fat. Y'all, we, okay. One of the, the roughest, it was a 35-minute flight from Bangkok to Siem Reap. We were on Bangkok Airways. I bought the tickets mm-hmm. on Expedia.com and it was tight. The both of us, the flight attendant looked at both of us. There was one empty row in front of us and she looked at us and she like gave us the what's up of like, yeah, you can move and spread out. She did. She said, the door is closed. Why don't you two Yeah, why don't you guys spread out? That's literally what she said. I was like, we just got shamed on Bangkok Airways. And no matter, and I mean, I'm a size 14 right now. I'm not even kidding you sitting in that seat and trying to buckle the seatbelt. Impossible. It was too tight. Uh I was like, ma'am, can I have an extender? And I mean- Normal size American woman. Was digging into my side. Digging in. But let's give a big shout out. We'll end on this. Absolutely yes to Bangkok Airways. I don't know if they were on crystal meth speedballing. Yep, they were. First of all, I just want you to know, on a 35-minute flight, mm-hmm. we were served a full meal. Full meal. A cold beer. A cold beer. Free beer. Then they served Coffee tea. service and, and tea. Yeah. And we were in the very front of the airplane and we saw the flight attendant froth fresh milk for the Thai tea. Yeah. It was incredible. Wow. Before we got our full sandwich. Full meal, meal service in 35 minutes. If you were flying that route from like St. Petersburg, Florida to Orlando, you know what they would do? Yeah. Just throw a fucking ham at your face and say, figure it out. No, they literally say, due to the short duration of this flight, we will not be able to offer any service whatsoever. 
what we will serve is farts and attitude and attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my God, God. y'all, we feel richly blessed. We're going to keep bringing you hot fire content. Follow this along on Instagram. And if you're not listening to this in like real time, it's okay. I'm going to highlight this stuff in the Instagram. I've got stories. And listen, just want to give shout out, follow the points guy, my dear friend, Brian Kelly. He's a travel guru. He's really taught me how to like maximize credit cards. Like I'm, you know, we're spending points. points. So we're able to do this in a really cool, efficient way. We're rolling into every hotel, Marriott, whatever. And because yeah. we have status, whatever, collecting our points, we roll in and we buy the cheapest rate. Mm-hmm. We automatically get upgraded. Today, we're at the Le Meridian in Saigon and got upgraded to the club level, which is free food, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Brian Kelly Points Guy has really, I mean, all of his blog, his email newsletter, it teaches you so much how to, how to live better, how to spend the least amount of money, truly. And maximize bo- your benefits. And, yeah. And get the benefits. And I feel like a ding dong when people were like, oh my God, I've got my Chase points or my Amex points. I was like, I have a debit card from my local bank. <laughs> when I first met Brian, he was like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, Can we educate you? Yeah. And now, I mean, I'm on the road. I'm already having to spend the fucking funds. So you That's might right. as well get some benefits from it. That's right. So I'm going to do like, I don't own a blog or anything, but I will figure out a way to kind of do a recap. We're shooting content. We're making a reel. Whoever... I'm saying this, I'm manifesting it. Whoever wants to give us a travel show, because you know- We need it. It would be, and hold on, real quick, absolutely not. The only people who are in the travel space, there's no hate, no shade to you. It's just old white men. Are men, that's right. That's right. God forbid you send a woman abroad with her bestie and they have a cultural experience. 15 years ago with Samantha Brown and she thrived. (laughs) I loved her so much. She was so corny and so funny. But there's no female in the travel media space. She could be in like Mexico checking out like the Mayan pyramids and it would be 102 degrees and she'd always have a pashmina on. Of to the course. point where you're like, hey, Samantha, take off a fucking yeah. layer. Yeah, it's okay, girl. It's Show okay. us the spaghetti strap. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my God. She would never. Samantha Brown would never fucking show us the spaghetti strap. Maybe my <laughs> twist is I'm just walking around in thongs and capri pants. Like capri <laughs> pants with a thong hanging out of it. You know? You tell a joke in your show that gets me every time. And I, you know, I just love it so much when you talk about a bandage dress. Yeah. Gosh, too good. Too good. Only for about a week and a half was I ever thin enough to really pull off a bandage dress without a right. full fupa spare tire in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm having surgery in like a month. And that getting, made me choke. Getting my ovarian cyst that's the size of probably a grapefruit right now removed because I do look six months pregnant. So I can't wait to be thin for like a week after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just fucking. They're going to make you, before you go pre-op, they're going to say, you can't eat for two days. Oh, what are you going to do? Oh, well, I mean, I'll stress, but then I'll know that the results will be so yeah, great. Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, that's Maybe I'll do it with you. Brother in the struggle. Let's no, I can't. I'll just eat for you. That's probably what I'll do. I'll overcompensate. Oh, fuck. Listen, I'm enjoying this now. And then truly, when we get back, like come February, especially after surgery, I'm going to have to actually buckle down because I learned on the last leg of the tour, me being out of shape truly perfects my- It's such a struggle. It affects my performance. In order for us to really thrive on the next leg of the farewell tour- also, I mean, you just kind of teased it. Oh, yeah. So, Heather, are there more tour dates happening? What's baby, the scoop? we are hitting all the cities. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be announcing here in about two weeks. So, yep. stay tuned. We're finalizing all the theater dates. It's going to be amazing. Chicago, Boston, Minneapolis. Oh, can I say the cities? Whatever. Heather. All of Texas. We're hitting it. If you, We didn't come to you before. We're coming to you now, and I'm coming in. Your now. podcast producers may have to edit this out. <laughs> Is there an embargo on the dates? I don't know. I mean, we're doing the most. Canada. We're hopping around. We're doing it. If anybody wants us to do a show, if anybody's listening yeah. in 
Paris, in, <laughs> I don't know, where else do we want to go? In Cairo, let's name all the places. Auckland, New Zealand. If anybody Ireland. wants us to come, Ireland, oh, we would do a yes. show in Dublin, wherever. Yeah. I said Dublin. 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 We'll do a show anywhere. Dairy Girls. I'm trying to get on season four. Oh, dairy my gosh, Girls. To dairy. Let's go. Let's go to Dairy. <laughs> that would you be don't amazing. watch Dairy Girls, you're fucking missing out. It's truly the best. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ferrets, rabbits, cats and dogs, and your favorite gay uncle, what's up? Thank you for <laughs> tuning in to the Absolutely Not Podcast. Love you. Love you. We're going to get back to Asia. We're going to thrive. And I just want to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Also, thank you so much for reviewing, for commenting, for downloading. Let me tell you, I had my end of year review for this podcast, and y'all are enjoying it. If you ever have anybody that you want me to interview, we're going to get back to more interviews when I'm actually sitting down in LA for the month of February and March. So please sign my DMs. Let me know who you want me to bring on the podcast because I'm going to get that list together. If it's other comedians, other actors, people in the biz, health gurus, whatever. I just want this to be a fun fucking space for all of us to get together and talk about shit that we have on our minds and our hearts. I love you. I mean it. Please leave a review. Like, click, subscribe. Tell your Aunt Linda to put down the bottle in the Xanax and listen to the Absolutely Not Podcast. Ciao, Bella. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon. 